Hello, everyone. Glad you could join us on the Real People, Real God podcast. We'll spend the next little while getting to know God a little bit better by getting into the Bible and hearing what He has to say to us and through us. Welcome. So glad you're here. This is Pastor Tim Howard. Welcome back to the podcast, to the Bible study we're doing. This is episode three or part three uh, on walking in the Spirit. I hope the first two have blessed you. If if you've not listened to them, you can go back and listen to episodes one and two or part one and two of this series. Um, so we're going to continue on in, in Romans chapter eight. Uh, we left off with um, some pretty good conversation about making decisions now in this life um, that will affect our eternity and our everlasting life. And um, so uh, we've drawn some lines, some black and white lines that uh, made lists of uh, what 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 it means to walk in the flesh and then what it means to walk in the spirit and what that looks like. And now we're starting to get into how we go about that. So now that we know what it means to walk in the spirit, how do I get there? How do I do that? So we talked a little bit about that last time, but we're going to continue in that same vein. And um, in uh, Romans chapter eight, and uh, let's see here, verse five, it says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Now listen to verse six, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So when it says carnally there, that means the fleshly uh, desires so if we're if our mind is focused on those things and we live that way, that's ultimately going to be death. And by death, I mean eternal punishment. But if we're spiritually minded, if our mind is set and focused on the things of God, then we're we're going to have a, a life of uh, peace. Peace now. That doesn't mean nothing will happen. It just means as we go through things, we'll have a peace about it ultimately into eternity where there will be ultimate peace. <clears throat> Verse seven says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So verse eight, here's, here's the big one. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. All right. So let's lay this out. If we are living according to the flesh, which means we're, we're living to satisfy the desires and the lusts of the flesh. If we're doing that, then that means we are carnally minded or fleshly minded. And uh, we cannot please God that way. Think about that. We cannot please God that way. So even if we're a Christian and we've, made a choice to live and, and be, you know, partake in some kind of intentional sin, knowing that it's wrong, knowing that it's not something that God wants us to do. If we do that, then there's no way we can please God in anything we're doing because we've stepped out from under grace and put ourselves back under the law again, essentially, by making that choice. So we can't live in peace. You know, we can't live in God's peace because we've chosen to do our own thing. So if we want to please God in, in our lives, then we must walk in the spirit to do it. And it's not hard to do because I said in the last episode, we're not talking about walking in perfection. 
We're talking about, you know, doing the best we can, walking with a repentant heart, realizing that if I sin, I need to make it right now. And I need to 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 change my my trajectory. I need to change the way I think. I need to not live in that sin anymore because we can be forgiven for these sins. Um, But if we continue to do them, then, you know, then we can't be forgiven, obviously, because we're still doing it. So we need to work at overcoming these sins. And sometimes this takes time, depending on what that what that thing is. But don't give up. Continue to to work to overcome that and ask for the Lord's help and another Christian brother or sister to help you. And you you will overcome. Um, so <clears throat> the it boils down to this. Are our minds set on making the flesh happy or the spirit happy or God happy? Think about it that way. That's that's kind of a way to break it down. Is is my mind set on making the flesh happy or the spirit happy? My spirit or let's just say God happy. Um, well, let's take it a step further. Let's strip it down to one more level. Are, is my mind set on making Satan happy or God happy? That's really breaking it down, and that's a true statement. Now, we may not be thinking, oh, I want to please the devil. No, but but if you're not pleasing God, that's what you're doing. And so that's 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 it right there. That's where it, that's where it boils down. So uh, we need to be thinking about this and make that determination, you know, that I want to serve God. Um, so let's move on a little bit. Uh, so the 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 uh, verse ten, and I want to jump down to verse ten here and explain a little something that helps us understand. <clears throat> and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Let me read that one more time. Verse ten. And if Christ is in you, <clears throat> excuse me, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Okay, so um, the body is dead. The body, you know, the, the, the body is not going to inherit this body anyway. It's not going to inherit the kingdom of God. In other words, it's not going to heaven with us. All right, this body is going to end up in the ground and, and decompose and whatever. So the body is essentially dead because it is guilty of sin. You know, so... Um, all of this flesh is going to die. You know, it, it, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. This flesh is not going to heaven because it is sinful flesh. So we are actually living inside of a sinful tent, a sinful vehicle, if you will, to navigate this world, this earth. Um, and this vehicle will go away one day because it is sinful. All right. It's guilty of sin. So we live in, get this, listen to this. This is kind of an interesting thought. We live in dead bodies destined for death. We live in dead bodies destined for death. Now, I know this is, uh, I don't want to say stretching it, but this is a, a reality that we probably don't want to think about very often. Um, the body is actually alive because your spirit is bringing life into it. God is breathing into it and making it live. Um, but at the same time, it, it's full of sin. It's sinful. Uh, and we have to work and sometimes work hard to keep it um, into uh, the way God wants us to live, to bring it into subjection. But essentially, just for the sake of conversation, uh, it's as good as death. It's dying. 
you know, and, and one day it will return to the earth. Um, but with Christ in us, uh, the body might be dead, but our spirit is alive and well. This is what the scripture is telling us. Even though this body might be destined for hell or destined for death, our, our spirit, uh, is alive and well. All right. The flesh holds death, but the spirit holds life. Think about that. Isn't that beautiful? Um, you know, we, we battle these bodies in so many ways, health and, and trying to keep it on the straight and narrow. And, you know, and, and sometimes we get, so, and the older we get, sometimes we get so aggravated about the pains we have and all this. And, uh, you know, we won't have these bodies forever. We'll have new spiritual bodies when the Lord calls us home. Thank, thank him for that. Um, but for now we carry this flesh around this, this flesh enables us to carry this spirit, uh, on the earth where this spirit can actually connect to other spirits, other people, and offer them the hope and the change that only comes through Jesus Christ. And so this flesh, this is a vehicle for us right now to navigate this beautiful earth that God has given us uh, so our spirits may do what God has, has uh, purposed us to do. Um, so this uh, this flesh holds death, but the spirit holds life. And, and so when we make the decision to walk according to the spirit or to walk in the spirit, that means we're feeding this spirit. We're, we're dragging the flesh along. We're making the flesh obey us. But the spirit is what we're feeding because we're making God happy. We're making, we're pleasing God by walking in the spirit. Um, so you can think of flesh as, uh, as, uh, as sin or sinful. Uh, it's very much capable of sin, uh, or you can, and also you can consider the spirit to be righteousness through through Jesus. Um, so you know that's one way we can kind of kind of look at this and and feel like, okay, how do I make the right decision? How do I know what I should do? Um, and you know, if it seems wrong, if it seems sinful, if it's even questionable to you, then probably you shouldn't be doing it. Uh, so, you know, that's something to consider. Um, so the Holy Spirit gives us life, um, just as he raised Jesus from the dead. So this is kind of, uh, uh, the likeness of, of the resurrection of, of Jesus being raised from the dead. We are raised to life because this flesh is, is kind of uh, considered dead, even though it's still alive right now, but it's not going to live forever. So this flesh is considered death or dead. Um, and Jesus was, was dead, uh, but he was raised back to life. And so for us, we're dead. This flesh is dead, but our spirit is life. And, and so that's kind of the correlation there between uh, our lives, um, our salvation and the resurrection of Christ. Um, so let's move on a little bit. Um, Let's go down to verse 13 and, and please take the time to read all of this. I'm just, I'm just kind of skipping here to get my points across. Uh, verse 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So verse 13 is kind of what we've been saying. If you live according to the flesh, if you're trying to make the flesh happy and allowing it to have its way in your life, um, then ultimately you're going to die because you can't be living for the Lord and live for the flesh at the same time. But if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, 
you will live. So in other words, if you uh, bring your body under control, your flesh under control, and you say, no, I'm not going to be a part of that sin or a part of that thing, um, then uh, you're going to live. So this is a practice that as believers, we have to do on a regular basis. We have to um, continually be aware, be vigilant, um, and, and go about our lives but but being aware of the traps and of the decisions and, and of the temptations that can befall us at any moment. Um, and so we just have to keep our eyes open, not not in fear, um, but keep our eyes open to, to make sure that we see when it comes and we can recognize it and say, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, and that's up to us to do. Nobody's going to do it for us. So uh, verse 14, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Um, being led by God is wanting to produce the fruit of the Spirit. And, and this, is, this is what we're working for, to, to please God. If you're a believer, you want to please God anyway. Um, and so you're, you're looking for your life to produce the, the fruit of the Spirit, the same thing that the Spirit of God produces. That's what you're looking to produce. And, and you certainly can. You can do that. Um, it may take more effort and diligence to uh, work for the Spirit than to work for the flesh. As I told you, I think in, in the first or the second part of this series, I told you that it's easy. Uh, it, it's, it's easy. The default is, is living for the flesh. The default of every human life is, is living according to the flesh. Um, and that doesn't mean everybody's just going to fall into horrible, horrible sin, but it will be sin in, in some fashion. Not everybody would be end up being a murderer. Not any, any everybody would end up being a thief or whatever. Um, but there would be sin, and it would be it, it would control your life. Um, so uh, that's default. We're born that way. You know, we have to make the decision to make the change. Um, and so uh, it it would be easy. It's easy to walk according to the to the flesh. Um, it's more difficult to walk according to the spirit. Now it does get easier as we grow in the Lord. Um, but there's never a moment where we can say I'm on spiritual cruise control. Um, because we're still in this sinful world. There's still temptation. The devil's still alive and well, and, and we have to be aware and make the right choice. Um, so, uh, for the purpose of, uh, of this of the study, um, understanding what it means to walk in the spirit. Maybe we can think of it as working for the spirit in a sense. This is not in the sense that we are working to obtain salvation, to obtain salvation. So don't get it confused with that. Um, but, uh, working, uh, pointing our minds towards the spirit. Um, there's a righteous requirement of the law that we must fulfill. Jesus kept the law and fulfilled all of righteousness. The requirement is righteousness and obedience. This is achieved by walking in the Spirit. By being mindful of the things of the Spirit, we fulfill the requirement because Jesus fulfilled it. Uh, we are ever so close to the edge of walking in the flesh and walking in the Spirit. We are always one thought or one decision away. It is the Spirit of God that the, that authors righteousness. It is He who established the law. Therefore, it is by Him that we live to please the Lord through living righteous. We cannot please God by the flesh, 
only by the Spirit. So in essence, to walk in the Spirit is to, to work Walk, walk towards righteousness. Let's put it that way. I hate to use the word work because people can get it confused by working for their salvation, which you can't. <clears throat> Excuse me. So to walk in the spirit is to walk towards righteousness. That's a good way to put it, to walk towards righteousness. So let's look at this. Goals of the flesh, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, jealousies, wrath, selfishness, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, the goals of the Spirit, love, peace, kindness, faithfulness, self-control, joy, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness. These are the, the goals, the fruit of the Spirit. So in other words, these would be the results that that God or somebody else would see in your life um, by walking in the Spirit. So, uh, I, I got a few minutes here and I kind of want to jump into this a little bit. How do we, we talked about this last episode, how do we crucify the flesh? How do we do this? Remember, Jesus was crucified, you know, put, put to death by being hung on the cross or hung on the tree until he died. So if we're going to crucify the flesh, as stated in Galatians 5.24, then we must know uh, what it means and how to do it. I'm a how to do it person. I don't like to tell people things and not tell them uh, something, you know, logically how to go about doing it. Um, putting to death our flesh. Now listen, listen carefully because I hope this helps somebody. Putting to death our flesh means not allowing it to sin and not entertaining sin at all, even at the thought level. We must allow the death sentence that our flesh is carrying out to take over uh, our sinful desires with it. We need to draw a distinct separation between the flesh and the spirit. Sinful desires must die with the body. As the body slowly fades away, so should our desires to sin. As our bodies age, sinful things do not fulfill desires as they once did. Our spirits must coach our bodies into the right choices. It's as if our spirit is another part of us correcting, denying, and leading our flesh in the right direction and um, preventing it from going in the wrong direction. The tool of the flesh, flesh, the tool of the fleshly crucifixion is repentance. Repentance is accepting forgiveness and living clean. This is key to walking in the spirit and crucifying the flesh. The, the, to deny the flesh its lustful desires. So this is, this is what we must do, folks. This is, this is where it must be. Um, if we want to walk in the spirit, which we are, we are called and commanded to do, then we need to know what it means. And basically what it means is, is to change our mindset, put our minds on the things of God and not the things of this world. Do not partake or participate in death, but walk in life. And think about that. If we are engaging in known in, in, in willful sin, we are actually playing with death. We are actually entertaining death uh, and because that's what it is. So when we think of it that way, it looks ugly. It's it's deadly. And uh, I think we have to get to this point 
as believers where we just where we where we decide and we determine in our minds that we hate sin. We just have to hate it. We have to learn to hate it for for what it does to us or what it can do to people um, and separate them for God from God for eternity in some cases if we're not careful. And so we just have to learn to hate it. And, and in that way, we'll be able to identify it and stay away from it. So um, I'm going to end right there on this episode. Uh, we've got one more, I think, at least one more episode with this. Um, uh, and I just I'm so thankful you guys uh, join me here in this Bible study. I hope you're getting something from this. Please reach out. Let me know. Walking faith at outlook.com is the email address walking faith at outlook.com. Let me hear from you. Let me know how, uh, you know, a testimony, what's going on in your life. What's God doing in your life? Um, communicate with me. Let me know. Um, also, if you want to give financially to this ministry, you're also welcome to do that. And you can do that by searching for Valley View Chapel, West Virginia, uh, on, uh, Facebook. And, uh, we're in Martinsburg, West Virginia. If you just do that search, you can find it. And there is a link to give online there. So thank you for joining me and uh, stay tuned for episode four and uh, God bless. We're so glad you could join us for this episode of the Real People, Real God podcast. You can support this podcast by visiting www.valleyviewchapel.net and click on the donate button. Music was by Kevin McLeod and my name is Tim Howard. Until next time, may the Spirit of God continue to teach you His ways.